Good morning. It is 6.59 a.m. in New York City. Um, so this episode, I have to disclaim it because, you know, we've been doing this for almost three years now. She's getting better. She's getting better. Okay. So we're going to disclaim before we get into the shenanigans, a.k.a. I like let my mouth just run wild. Um, this episode is going to be about like, it's going to be like a two-parter primarily, and probably the title of this episode will be access versus power, because I really want to talk about like Jay-Z and then by proxy Beyonce. Um, but really, really like kind of like put a magnifying glass to a very specific situation. Um, and it's, not personal to jay-z or honestly anyone but more about the concept and i think the reality of power access and how often people um conflate the two hold on let's look up what conflate means to ensure that like i'm using it right yes and people like conflate the two um or how people conflate the two and then the second parter which is not a bigger part but like you know me i'm always talking about my feelings and my emotions so <laughs> my feelings and my emotions as always like am i a horrible person am i a bad person and it doesn't really have anything to do with like the Jay-Z and Beyonce part of the access versus power conversation, but it does tie into the access versus power um, conversation. So yeah, let's, let's just get started then. Um, obviously I'll probably be talking about them both intercha- like interchangeably, like both parts. Like it's not going to be like, first we're doing this and then we're doing that. Like it's going to, we're doing all two at once. But a majority of this episode will be about access versus power in a very conceptual manner. Um, And then, you know, when I talk about my feelings, it'll just be tied to like feeling like a horrible person um, for certain decisions that I've been making recently. But what else is really new? You know, like it doesn't have to be a big part. Like that's this is like a reoccurring theme (laughs) of this phase of my life. Anyway, um. But yeah, let's get started. So this all started because I was on the train. I was dropping my friend halfway home because she lives like two hours away. So I was like dropping her halfway home. And um, we were talking about like Beyonce because like she was on TikTok and like Beyonce came up. And conversation developed over time sorry i yawned anyway conversation developed over time and eventually we would get to this place of like she told me this one part about like it was relevant to the conversation but like i'm not gonna reiterate the conversation because that's not relevant to this conversation because like i said that was mostly about beyonce which is why by proxy beyonce will probably get mentioned or like thought about but it's not really about her either and it's not really about jay-z either but like like as a person but i will be speculating on his character so let's see how that goes anyway 
but um but like it's not about that right anyway so the actual event that my friend had brought up to me was that time when jay-z brought like i can't breathe shirts um to a basketball game i'm I'm assuming the nets game um like the new like not nets jesus christ brooklyn nets hold on brooklyn nets girl wait brooklyn yeah brooklyn nets cool all right so I'm assuming it's that. I vaguely remember when that happened, but vaguely, very vaguely. I forgot it even happened until she had brought it up in the conversation. And her point and why she had brought it up was saying that, like, you know, Jay-Z, like, and this wasn't really her point, but again, relevant to conversation, it was just what was being brought up was this idea that, like, Jay-Z's at the bottom. Like, Jay-Z and Beyonce are at the bottom of, like, their class because of their race. Um and like for that reason not even for that reason but like actually yes for that reason that's why jay-z had to sneak in the i can't breathe shirts in i end up going off about something but i'll be honest with you it was like really raw so i don't even know if i really made sense the way that like i feel like i'll make more sense now i don't even know if it'll make full sense or entire sense but it'll make more sense now then um when i was telling it to my friend at the time but it's basically my more developed response um of like her saying that um and mentioning that it wasn't really necessarily her ideas either but just again conversation idea ideas came up in the conversation so i i disagree with like that entire like way of looking at it I don't disagree that like Jay-Z and Beyonce are at the bottom of their class, but like I also don't really believe that. Actually, I, I do disagree with that. I disagree with that because like I feel like life is so much more nuanced and complex. I think that the way that a lot of people try to make sense of social dynamics, social hierarchies, and all of these other things, it's very much like Maslow's like hierarchy of needs type shit where it's like this then this then this then this then actualization it's like it's like this is at the bottom like it's like ranking of things like you know like what is the goal what is the best what is like where we're trying to get to and everything underneath that are like the steps to get there right like hierarchy is like you have like think about the caste system it's like the undesirables at the bottom and then i don't know what the people at the top are called but it's just like the people at the top are like gods or whatever right so it's like very like step by step like you start at the bottom step and then you climb up i life is not like that <laughs> like I'm, i refuse to like entertain any of this bullshit any longer real life is not like that if somebody perceives life like that if someone's perspective is like that that's one thing if an entire society and culture's perspective is like that, that's one thing. But the reality, how life really works, it's like at the end of the day, no one is truly more important than anybody else without the permission of other people. And the reason why I'm saying this is because you need to have a certain perspective for something to be true. 
but that does not even necessarily mean that it is objectively true. It is subjectively true. Like, Jay-Z and Beyonce, to me, are not at the bottom of their class system. They may, they may be at the bottom of their social circle, of the people they surround themselves with. However, reality, like, they're not at the bottom of anything, you know what I mean? Like, they're just not. Like, they may not be tip, tip, top. They may not be the most important. Like, yes. But, like, at the end of the day, the reason why they'll never be at the top, they'll never be most important, isn't because they're black. It's because that shit isn't real. It's just not real. And the way that, like, people are constantly... Shout out to Moon, by the way. Watch out, watch his um, 1984 Try to Warn You video. The 50-minute 50 50 minute one. Um... I don't know if I entirely agree with everything that was said in that video, not because I disagree, but because like I need I still need time to like process it and really think about it and probably reread 1984 for myself to further develop my own opinions. But I just have to shout out to that because what I'm talking about is something that like they highlight in their video. Um like put an emphasis on but it's like this idea of like class structure social structure these hierarchies and just how it's all really manipulation and i mean mind control i feel like has become like a buzz phrase but it's just like it is like really controlling the mind of people and really influencing the minds of others into believing something to be true when it is not. Beyonce and Jay-Z, when you compare them to literally the majority of the people on this fucking planet, are not regular. They're not even at the bottom. They're not at the top either, but like no one is. And like the reason why I go back to the conversation how it all started is because one thing i was telling that person is was like it has to do with their character people with inferiority complexes will always find themselves around other people with inferiority inferiority complexes because like the way that somebody with an inferiority complex expresses themselves perceives life perceives themselves perceives their actions perceives other people's actions those are the things they have in common and it's like if someone does not share that perspective with you you're gonna feel misunderstood or not understood right and so like the people who do understand will like be there with you and they will talk with you and be able to engage in like this this way of seeing the world and this perspective and speaking to you in that way you know what i mean um But yeah, we're going to move forward. I just thought about something personal that just pissed me off. Anyway, but we're going to move, we're going to move forward. We're going to move forward because that's too personal to talk about on this podcast right now. Anyway, um, so, and I don't even know if that's real because, you know, sometimes I'd be hurting my own feelings, making myself mad, but I'd be on, I'd be onto shit. I may not fully understand it, but I'd be onto shit. Don't fucking start with me. Anyway, moving on, moving on. So... The reason why I'm going back to what I was talking about, though, is just that, like, the reason why I'm talking about inferiority complexes is because Jay-Z sneaking in, like, these fucking I can't breathe shirts. First of all, the this whole I can't breathe shit, like, the chanting of, like, these, like, horrible things, like, nobody protects black women. Don't you ever fucking say shit like that to me. Like, I swear to God. Because that's some stupid shit. Like, I need you guys to understand something. And if this is you... 
then yes, you should be embarrassed and you should do the work to learn and change. Don't just stop doing what you're doing. Cause let me, I promise you something. If you did it in the first place, like you really need to unpack that, unpack that. That's going to take time. Anyway, definitely stop saying it, but figure out why you're saying it and why it never occurred to you how disrespectful and disgusting repeating that phrase is. That's what I like. That's your homework. Anyway, moving on, moving on anyway. So it's just like these like I can't remember whatever. It's like these chantings of these things are awful. Like Lovely T said this like a long time ago. I no longer watch Lovely T, but like I just want to like give credit where credit's due because like she did say this shit a long time ago. And even back then, like I understood what she was saying. But before that, I understood why people started saying that in the first place right it was supposed to start as like unity but what the thing is like when things become mindless that is when it becomes a problem because when it becomes mindless that means that the meaning the intention the reason behind the action whether it's spoken action or just like literal action non-action whatever all of the stuff behind it. Sorry, I lost my chain of thought because I like really start to focus on like specifying action. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah, when it becomes mindless, like I just hate that because it's like you lose the reason. And so therefore you'll say it in context where it just doesn't belong. There was a certain point in time where I understood why people said that, but like that point in time was actually very, very like short. That was a very short time, like where that made sense to say very quickly. And we always see this with social media. It's like people end up like getting connected to things that like they don't actually fully understand and I've talked about this before where that's where you have so much misinformation people just regurgitating shit they've seen online because like it makes sense like they read it and they're like I understand why this person would say that but the thing is is like that's as deep as the thought goes but they think that that's enough and it's not enough it's not enough think deeper I don't like telling people to think more because thinking more isn't necessarily the issue. Like people think a lot. Sometimes I think people overthink for sure, but it's a matter of like thinking deeper, like really. And thinking deeper means go past just the surface level logic and really go into like yourself as a human being, as a person that involves your emotion, right? Where it's like, understand the connection between the two, that surface level and that deeper level, your brain, which is at the top, right? In your head. And then your heart, which is like further deep down in your fucking chest, right? And then your soul, which is like in, like in my way of seeing things. I don't know if this is true. Suck my dick. Anyway, but it's just, which is in your core, in your center, which is deeper than your heart, right? Because your heart and your mind are still very much tied to your ego. The heart is less tied to the ego, but is still very much tied to the ego, and your soul, well, I think that that is beyond your ego. Anyway, but we're moving on. So with um, with um, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, the mindless thing. I'm done with that. But it's like Jay Z. First of all, bringing I can't breathe shirts. What logic is that? This is the same man who literally did not even know what capitalism was. And this is like the difference between access versus power. A lot of people have either proximity to power 
or access to power, meaning they can be in certain spaces, they can do certain things, but they're at the mercy of the people with actual power. Do you understand? Like, that is what I think people confuse. Or maybe maybe the word conflate works here too, but it's like when people are like, oh, Jay-Z and Beyonce at the bottom, it's like, they're not at the bottom. Like, they make decisions that really put them in a less respectable position. Because Jay-Z, from his actions since very like the first time it really became known to the public i think was the whole nfl thing but prior to the nfl thing that probably has always been there when you look at his child childhood reflecting like when i listen to december 4th from the black album it's like i think about it i think about his words when he was talking about like his reasons as to why he started doing what he did to get to where he's at right like it's this thing of like he knew he was better than what he was And he wanted to prove that not only to himself, but to everyone else. And that's respectable. But where the respect was lost, I think, for a majority of people is what he did with what he gained. You know, like a lot of people will talk about the matter of like, oh, he didn't help other people or he didn't do that. But the reality is it's like it's perfectly, in my opinion, encapsulated with like him sneaking in those shirts. It's like, no, like you were pretending, like you were lying. Like that is how you got to where you were. You were being disingenuous. And real life, and this is speaking from experience, it's like a lot of people, and I'm only gonna talk about black people because I'm gonna really, I can only speak on that. I can't really, this applies to everyone. I've seen it with everyone, every group of people, white, black, Asian, Hispanic, like everyone the only reason indigenous i mean i don't really meet that many indigenous people if you know but i'm sure it applies to them as well because they're human beings it applies to all human beings you know what i mean like we're all like susceptible to it but it's just like going back to what i was saying like when i was talking to my friend on the train it's like it's about the fact that it's about your character and that's why i bring up the inferiority complex where it's like real life jay-z has his reasons for why he's doing what he's doing and i always want to do my best to like remember that like it is personal it is deep and it is also bigger than any one of us as individuals and as a collective because this is his real life this is what he has to not only experience but his the future generation like his children his grandchildren like these things like they will affect them as well because this is personal to them. You know, it's it's you know, it's a part of their journey, their life, their legacies. How we all perceive them, how we all treat them. You know, and the thing about Jay-Z and Beyonce, I've always thought about this, especially around the time where like I think it was like 2021, when I was like looking at Blue and I was thinking about Blue. I think it's like that photo shoot that Beyonce had done. This may not have been 2021. I don't remember the year, but it's just like that that photo shoot that Beyonce did with, I think it's like an Ivy Park one, like her last one. And she was like holding the twins and then like Blue Ivy's like in the back. I was, as I looked at Blue, I thought about the fact that one, she's a Capricorn, but like, and it's relevant to this, but I'm not going to go too deep into the like astrology of it. Because my point is, again, it's not really about them. I'm just unfortunately using them. Um, 
for my point and i say it's unfortunate because again they are real people and like talking about like i'm talking about very personal things and ultimately speculating on very personal things such as like their personhood and how they view themselves and all this other stuff and like i know that like we do that but it doesn't make it any less personal and any less impactful on like the people that we talk about when we do talk about people and I know it's it's rich coming from me because like season one, season two, but like I will always die on this ledge. I was, I had PTSD. What's your excuse? Anyway, so, we all low-key have it, but like, you know, anyway, moving on, moving on. So the thing is, is when I saw Blue, I thought about how, and this is the Capricorn thing where Capricorns, if you know astrology, it ain't easy. It ain't easy <laughs> having Capricorn in the big three. It's just not easy. Anyway, moving on. Um, and it's not easy because struggle, right? Capricorns, they enjoy struggle. They grow in struggle. And um, struggle is still struggle. You know what I mean? Whether you love it, whether you grow from it, it, it still be painful, right? But it's a certain type of pain. It's it's a suffering, right? Struggle is like more more than pain. It's like suffering because it's, it's pain is like a thing. But suffering is like a... Like, like it involves time in my like not let's look up the definition of suffering because i don't know if what i'm talking about is literal or figurative so let's find out um yeah okay exactly experience or to be subjected to something bad or unpleasant tolerate like there's time in um suffering pain is just what it is but suffering is the experience of it right and that is struggle and that is capricorn right Again, that's why it's at home in Saturn, because we grow and learn through struggle. And Saturn is a malefic planet because there is nothing more painful than being limited. Like, not entirely, but for the most part, yeah. Because when you are limited, like, you really have to grow, right? But again, we're moving on. Because we're not focusing too much on the Capricorn thing. But I did want to at least make that make sense in case I mention her being a Capricorn again, which I don't think I will, but in case I do. But with Blue, it's like she's the first generation like to be the sort of wealthy that she is, right? Because Beyonce didn't grow up like poor. Like she may have struggled, but they had enough to ensure that like she was able to get to where she's at today, right? Like Jay-Z was poor. You feel me? Anyway, but it's just like, but with um, Blue, she was born into like extreme wealth. She was raised with billionaire parents, right? And it's like the people, the people that she grows up with, the people that she knows and understands, like she will always obviously have an understanding with them. Um, Like there will always be, similarities because they they grew up the same way but there's always going to be this part of her that those other white kids may never understand because it's just an entirely different culture and this is where a thing where i really want to separate this whole thing of like black i want to separate that it's about culture because black is very specific and also black quite frankly is subjective point blank period like I'm so sick and tired of entertaining so many conversations. It's like black is black is, is subjective. 
you have some people are like, if you, if you don't look black, you're not black. If some people are like, it doesn't matter if you don't look black, if you have culturally black, you're black. And it's like, it depends on who you are. I wish we would stop fighting about it because that's the fact. It just depends on who you are. It is subjective. Moving on. So with Blue, though, culturally, when she's at home, when she's like with her family, when she's with her cousins, right? When she tries to understand her parents as they are as individuals, as, as people, their personhood, she has to look back to the Marcy Projects. She has to look back to Houston, Texas, right? Like these experiences made her parents who they are and ultimately made her foundation what it was. And like she in her life will have to understand that because everyone has to understand that. But more so her because she's not being raised in an environment where like she will have access to people who really understand her. Like it won't be until probably she's older and understands herself like most people. Will she really find others that understand her or at least recognize the people in her life who understand her and have always understood her you know and so she will have that life that struggle that experience and it's going to be hard because that is a hard thing for anybody to go go through like talk to any first generation like immigrant anywhere and when i say first i should i guess i should say first generation immigrant but like first generation like American, Brit, African, Latin American, you know, whatever. You guys know what I'm trying to say. I went from like listing countries to fucking continents. But it's just like when you're first, I, I, feel, I feel fake for that. First generation like Benin, let's do it. Because let's be specific. If I'm going to mention Europe and America, I might as well mention like African countries. First generation Benin, first generation like Venezuelan, first generation like Vietnamese. Like when you are new, when you are the first one to really be of something in a way that the people who are raising you are not, like that is hard. It's hard because there's a lack of guidance there, you know, in a very intimate way. And like that's a struggle and I really respect that struggle because it really makes you a greater person but you got to go through it anyway moving on so tying this back it's like with jay-z and that action it's like it really reveals to me that how he got to where he was was just by like pretending you know what i mean like and if you're black you understand this where it's like you be around white folks be a certain way then you go home and you be making fun of those same white folks. You know what I mean? <laughs> Immigrants do it too. It's not just a black thing. Again, it's a cultural thing. Like it's like when you're, you know, it's just like if you're being fake, right? It's like your real thoughts will come out later, you know? And when you feel safe enough to reveal them. Like, again, actually going back to my second part, that's one of the reasons why I feel like a horrible person is realizing that part of myself and also realizing like on a personal level with this conversation of like accepting that like for some people, they may not love me anymore. They may not respect me anymore. They may not like me anymore. They may not want to be around me anymore if I reveal how I really feel. Like that's something I'll just have to like 
really accept and understand, you know, and like, I feel like a horrible person because of the fact that like, I struggle to be entirely honest with the people I love, especially when it comes to like really like certain topics of conversation that I know I can't speak on without getting really emotional and angry, you know? But anyway, moving on. Um, But like with Jay-Z's actions in like the I can't breathe thing, it's like, first of all, the I can't breathe shit. Like I feel, and the reason I brought up the fact that he didn't know what capitalism was because I'm like, I feel like Jay-Z is just like a lot of other people where like he doesn't know what like he doesn't understand what the fuck he's talking about or what the fuck other people are talking about like he lacks the education you know and i'm not talking about school i mean you could literally just go sit and read a book think write about it like do what you would do in school but like on your own like you could literally do that but he lacks a certain level of education And again, I want to stress because when we, a lot of times I feel like socially, when we say like lack education, people may, it has like this connotation of like, oh, like you are ignorant or you don't value education or, oh, you were poor. So you didn't have access to certain education. It's like those, a lot of those things are like attached to the phrase of like lack of education in a way that pisses me off because it's like, no, it goes back to the difference between pain and suffering. Pain is just, it just is like, it's just, it's what it is. And then suffering is the experience of pain for a prolonged period of time, you know? And so it's just like, the thing is, is that like with the lack of education, it just is what it is, just a matter of fact. He doesn't know what capitalism is. That's a lack of education. You know what I mean? Like to be educated is to understand and know things that like you probably would not come across in your regular everyday life without real, real um, investigation. Right? So the thing is, is he didn't know what capitalism was. And he someone's like, I can't breathe. Why the fuck would you like it just like that shit pisses me off. And the reason I mentioned Lovely T is not to just give her credit, but to mention like there are a lot of people who already knew from day one, the moment they saw it, they're like, I don't like this. And they were right to not like it. Because it's like, what are you really chanting? What are you really promoting? What is really your point with this phrasing? Like, what's your point? Like when we say like George Floyd, like I can't breathe. It's like, okay. Like, like, why did we say that? Why did you say that? Why did you choose that language to define a movement? Like, my mommy just left. She's saying bye. Anyway, I'm back, guys. So you probably couldn't tell the difference. I don't know if you guys, I didn't listen back. So I didn't even know if you guys, like, heard her at the end, but... Anyway, moving on. So I don't remember exactly what I was saying, but um, oh, yeah, the I can't breathe shit. Like, like for me, I'm like people like, for example, right, because I can't breathe. And even people chanting that afterwards just shows like the collective ignorance that people fucking have. I just had to add that fucking for emphasis. But like the collective ignorance that people have, because it's like, let's like, let's revisit 
George Floyd's death, first of all. There were people, because I don't watch these videos. I'm sorry, I'm not like y'all. I don't need to see people suffering to feel their suffering. I don't need to experience like all of these horrible things for me to understand how horrible they are. But also, I did have a very traumatic early few years of my life, so maybe that's why. Um, maybe other people, it's not even a matter of like they're being less human, because there is some like judgment in what I just said. But for some people, like maybe like, I don't know. They just cannot fathom it. I don't fucking know. I don't know. But I just I just don't need to watch that shit to feel that shit. Um, but like, I do remember like not it doesn't really matter the video itself, but I do want to say that I think there were some people saying like you're hurting him or get off of him, whatever. But this culture of people just standing there and like recording it. That is why people are, in my opinion, dumb enough to walk around chanting, I can't breathe. Because we live in a society where people will just sit there and watch people die, especially black people. If George Floyd were white, I promise you more than anything, everybody would have physically reacted. And I'm going to be real with you, not just white. If this were a white person who was clean cut, right? The type of white people that we see projected in media as being successful, beautiful, and great. Because if it was a scruffy, dirty white person, I promise you nobody would give a fuck either. And this goes back to what I'm talking about with this idea where people are like thinking about class as if it's this one step going up. And in reality, it's not like that. That's not what real life is like. And that's why I'm saying shout out to Moon's video. 1984 tried to warn you where it's like this way of thinking that's not even real that is something that we are conditioned to think so that we can perceive life as this step hierarchy because it keeps you in line under control shut up moon anyway moving on so the thing is right is that like with that, like, if it were a protected member of society, and that's not a white thing to me. Like, to me, that's not a white thing. Because I've seen, a like, I grew up in fucking Fredericksburg, Virginia. Go to the goddamn backwoods and ask those white people if anyone gives a shit about them. Because everybody, especially when I was, I was in New York when Trump became president. Because I was already in college. But it's like, I remember just being repulsed. By the fact that, like, the white people up here were just so fucking, no, not even fucking, bloody ignorant. Bloody fits here. Just bloody ignorant. Like, they're just so ignorant. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, they sit there like, oh, my God. Like, how can people really think like this? Bitch, you're literally racist. Like, what are you talking about? And it's like this idea where like, and this is why black people are the way that they are, because we know you're racist. When you're racist, it just like you can't hide it. That's not something you can hide. And the fact that you think that you can, the fact that you're fucking like ignorant enough to ever think that people can't notice that you're racist. They may not know how to react to it. They may not know how to act but don't get it twisted. Like, people know you're racist. It's not a secret. And, like, I'm getting frustrated because, again, I'm tired of entertaining these stupid-ass conversations because they're fucking distractions. Like, 
People know their colorist. People know they're racist. You know why they have these conversations and why they're never ending. It's because they don't want to take accountability for the fact that like that it says a lot about their character. There, it's a distraction in the fact that it's like they want to pretend like they're not a bad person. They want to pretend like they're not someone who is like wrong for thinking like that. That's what they're arguing about. They're not arguing because like they're like they genuinely believe in the bullshit they're spewing. No, they're defending themselves. That's the whole thing where people say where it's like, what is it? A hit dog hollers or some shit like that. But it's just like, don't sue me, PETA. Anyway, but it's just like that thing of like, there's like the there's just like this um this I can't remember what it is now because now I'm just thinking about PETA suing me because like I just said like hit dog hollers or whatever. Anyway, moving on, but it's just like like you know how people say to you that like if someone's like like for example, like if you're talking about colorism. And someone gets like really emotional about it and like defends it. It's like people will say like they're a colorist, right? Because it's like if like I'm saying the truth right now and if the truth is bothering you, it's probably because it applies to you. And I had to learn that the hard way with my abusive ex-best friend. And mind you, I call her my abusive ex-best friend because I don't know what else to fucking call this bitch. But it's relevant to the lessons I've learned from the experiences, so we'll just call her, but I don't want to just say the ex because then people are going to think it's romantic and it was never romantic, contrary to popular belief because she loved having that narrative spun to make her feel special because no one cared about her. Anyway, moving on, but people did care about her, but like not in the way she needed them to. Moving on. Um, but like, I guess we'll rename her to like that abusive person. So from now on, that abusive person that is that is the new name because we're getting rid of the ex-best friend thing because like we were never best friends we were never friends we 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 were in the motions of it we were we were in the roles of it but it was never real my childhood friend that was real but like that abusive person that was not moving on anyway so the thing is, is that like, what was my point? Um, oh yeah, like people get defensive because it applies to them. Like for example, I always say this and people, I don't give a fuck if people disagree with me because I don't care. Like this is like, like no offense, I don't know you well enough to really believe you or care about what you really think in disagreement without actual evidence and conversation. And like anyone with real understanding of like opinions and people are like should be that way or are like are honestly already that way but we're moving on moving on so for me if you're colorist if you're racist if you are prejudiced like for me it just comes from an insecurity thing because we have all these concepts all these conversations like i said it's a most most of it is fluff it's distraction because we constantly are having conversations with people who are very intentionally, whether it's subconscious or like conscious, there is an intent, like there is intention behind it where it's like they're choosing their words, they're reacting, they're not walking away, they're choosing to engage. That's intentional. 
whether the reasoning, the understanding, the, 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 whether it's subconscious, like conscious, it doesn't change the fact that there's intention there. Because they would not be there if they were not being there. You know what I mean? Like they would not be having these conversations if they weren't having these conversations. Anyway, but there's so much distraction, all this fluff with all this shit. And sorry, I'm thinking about something unrelated. I need to like take a break so that I can like, I'm not going to pause it. I might just like have like dead air for a second, but like, <laughs> but I need to get to my main point because I'm reaching that point where traditionally in my previous episodes where I would like go on tangents for hours and hours and like, I didn't even remember what I was talking about. Um, so we're just gonna take a, take a break. Okay, I think I'm gonna pause it because I think I need like an actual break. Hold on. <laughs> okay, I'm back. So basically, <clears throat> as I was saying, it's like a lot of these conversations are just fluff. The real conversation is really simple and really short. And that is not enough for people because again, it does not align with how they view themselves. Right. And we also live in a society where it's like, if you don't understand something, especially in America and France. Anyway, I know that for fact for both places. I can't speak for other places. I know that other places are the same. Probably every other place in the West is the same, to be quite frank. But um, I know for sure in America that like, if you don't know something, if you don't understand something, people just assume you're dumb, even though they themselves may not understand damn near anything at all. It's just within it's just the culture right fake it till you make it type bullshit anyway um but i'm trying to like remove the fluff because like i'm over it i'm fucking over it everyone like, what is that they retreat because you keep entertaining bullshit like and it's hard even on a personal level like that's what i'm struggling with every day where i'm like trying to get rid of the bullshit and it's hard because some of the bullshit you love, like people love having these dialogues. People love having these conversations. Who said it? Fuck, who said it? Somebody said it. I'll remember at some point, hopefully. But someone had said, and if I don't remember, except for like for any, like if I don't end up remembering in time, I will put it in the like the details of this episode, like who said it. But hopefully I remember. But someone had said like, you know, fuck, who was it? Because it's bothering me. But it was like, someone was talking about how like in their generation, you know, it was like punk and like rock. Was it? I think it was King of Reeds, genius. Anyway, brilliant, brilliant. Anyway, but um, I think it was King of Reeds though. But I don't think it was King of Reeds though. I Because I'm imagining like a white person saying this, but I don't remember who it was. Imagine it was King of Reeds. And I'm like, I'm imagining a white person. Why am I imagining a white person saying this? Maybe it's because, I think it has to do with what I was thinking about as I heard this. But what was said was that, um, also I just have to specify, I don't think that King of Reeds is actually a genius, but I do think that he is brilliant. Because genius is a very specific thing. And I want to respect that. But brilliant is is no less. You know what I mean? It's just it's just a different thing. Um, anyway, we're gonna move on. We're going we're going on. Anyway, so um, they had said in their generation there was like punk, rock, all these other things, and this was, those were ways that people really got to express themselves, and like young people found their identity through these things. 
through these mediums, if you will. But now it's through political conversation, right? It's through these talks. I need to remember who fucking said this shit. Anyway, I think actually I take it back. No, it wasn't King of Reeds who said it. It was on the Morning Brew Daily Show, I believe they said it. I don't know why I'm thinking about King of Reeds. I think it's because King of Reeds has alluded to this before um, without realizing it. But either King of Reeds or, but I'm pretty sure it was the Morning Brew Daily Show. It was said in their, an episode that happened this week. I haven't, I haven't been keeping up. So like, I think it was Tuesday was the last time I heard this. So Tuesday, Monday episode of this week. Anyway, um but that's how people found themselves yeah it was the morning daily show um like morning brew daily podcast slash show because it's a podcast but you know sometimes i watch on youtube if like i'm home anyway um but yeah so people find themselves through these political conversations now like that's just the time that we're in and because of that, there's so much fluff in these real conversations because like people are putting their, they're inserting themselves, their feelings, their ego. And it's like, it's nothing to do with you. It's not about you. It's bigger than you. You understand? Like you play a very small part in all of this. So like everything that you have to add as an individual, as a human being, like is way too much for this conversation. Because like I said, the real conversation is very short and simple. And going back to my point of the conversation where it's like insecurity, like if you are tied to your whiteness, it's because you're insecure about your humanity, like, like your individual, like not even your individuality, but like you are insecure about your personhood, like you're, in, you're insecure about you, your ability to keep yourself safe, your ability to be like to, to elevate in society, your value, your worth. Like you're insecure about that. So you're tying it to this concept, this idea that by default, you are better than somebody else because you look a certain way or you are a certain way. And it's a very arbitrary thing. Like it's like whiteness, like melanin levels is arbit- like that's arbitrary. It has meaning, but the real meaning itself is subjective. Because even if we lived in a perfect world, right? where everybody loved and, and valued culture and humanity. That doesn't mean that every person, there, there will still be enough people in the world who like don't care. Like they're just not gonna care because they, they just don't care. Like that's just not where their interest lies. That's not where their heart lies. They just don't care. They respect it, it's cool, but doesn't mean that they really wanna further engage with it. And that's what I mean by they don't care. And that's not a bad thing. You don't have to care about something you don't care about. The problem is when people think that because they don't care about something, that that thing doesn't actually have value. But it's like, no, that's just your fucking opinion. That's your, your opinion. Value it, respect it because it's yours and move the fuck on. Like no one else has to agree with you. No one has to like stand by you. Leo, anyway, but it's like, if that's how you feel, if that's where you're at, that's, that's you do that. Leave us alone type energy you feel me anyway moving on the way i just said you feel me makes me think about things makes me think about my parents and i like oh my, and my 
brother too. Like, but I feel like you're so American. You sound so American. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but specifically when they say American, they mean Black American. You know what the you feel me? Because like, I mean, white people say it, but they didn't create it. You know what I mean? Like, it's a Black American thing to say. Anyway, but moving on. Um, moving on. And here's the thing. A little tidbit I want to add. If you as a white person specifically, because non-blacks, y'all, we have, we need to have a different conversation. But if you're a white, white American and you're like, I want to engage with black American culture, let me tell you something. I hate how white people are just like, well, why can't I just like do it too? Like grow up, use your brain, investigate, look further. All right. Children, their, their brains literally aren't developed enough. Like that's their excuse. That's their reason. You have no reason. That's why people don't have patience for or like for you. Like they just don't have the patience because it's like, bitch, you have a brain, fucking use it. Investigate further. This belief, this idea, this assumption that there's nothing to further investigate with black and brown culture, that that is racist, that that is ignorant. Belittling, flattening cheapening surfacing let me stop <laughs> surfacing is not a word but i was just saying that because it's like surface level and i'm like you're making it surface level and it's not surface level that's what i mean by surfacing anyway yes i'm gonna be the bitch that makes up words i'm gonna have a whole fucking glossary at the back of my books bitch anyway moving on moving on moving on anyway <laughs> sorry sometimes if you haven't noticed i just love to just like speak like this it's just funny ah, anyway like, people will listen to this in regular conversation like this bitch is crazy and i'm like no i'm fun you should try it sometime anyway anyway moving on they're like oh my god the aggression girl where you been you should be aggressive anyway moving on moving on uh, anyway so as i was saying I don't remember what I was saying. <laughs> I don't remember what I was saying. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Insecurity. Racism is just, it's, it's in, to me, it's insecurity. Because if you really were, like, good with yourself, like, I just cannot see how you could be racist. Like, I just cannot see how you could be racist. Like, I can see people just not liking certain cultures, Again, you don't have to investigate or care about something you don't care about, but you have to like admit that. And that goes back to what I was saying, even my own self as a person, like it is a hard thing for people to do to be like, yeah, like this is where I stand, especially in our society, because you're conditioned to not be that way. Again, shout out to Moon's like 50 minute um, 1984 try to warn you video. It's like we are conditioned to be afraid to have our own goddamn opinions. Because if we did have our own goddamn opinions, we would be serving ourselves more than we would be serving people we don't even fucking know. Because all these elites we always talk, we don't know them. The elites that you see, no offense, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, they don't matter. That's why they do all this shit. That's why, like, and I feel like people just don't ever understand that, which amazes me. Cause I'm like, how do people understand that? Like, if you, do you really think if Jeff Bezos was a happy man, that he would be doing any of this shit? And you can say it doesn't matter, but it does matter. The reason behind his actions does matter because that's the reason why we're in this situation today. That's why Amazon is like literally everywhere. 
Like for me, it just screams like, I feel like I've been ignored and like overlooked my whole life and I will force the world to see me type energy. And it's like, excuse me, I don't have to care about you, Jeff Bezos. I don't have to give a shit about Amazon. I don't have to care about Elon Musk or his opinions or his beliefs. I don't care. I've said this before with Kim Kardashian. I don't care. Like, I'm going to be real. Like, it was annoying seeing the whole marriage thing because I don't care. Yeah, she's being abused. I'm sorry. And I know I probably sound so fucking awful, but I don't care. This woman does not care about anything that would affect me. Maybe personally now, but because she has kids. And she probably will see people as people because she sees her children. And, and like, you know, children can really bring out a sense of humanity in you that died when you were a child. But again, we're moving on. So, like, the thing is, is that, like, I, you know, genuinely, I don't know. I can't think of a good verb, but, like, there is, for me, it's a fact where it's like there is insecurity if you are racist, right? There's insecurity if you are colorist. Because, like, I've talked about this many times because you guys know emotionally I was dealing with it, where it's like having light skinned friends, where like they're being light skinned is like everything that they are. Because, like, reality, when you're a woman, especially a beautiful woman, not even a woman, when you're a beautiful girl, because it starts when you're a child obviously extends to when you're a woman but it starts when you're a child when you're pretty people just want you to be pretty because that's enough for them and it's like girl this is your life fuck them like you know what i mean like fuck them you being beautiful that's always just a bonus that's it humanity like us as human beings we've evolved so much like beauty is just not that important it's just really not we value it we love it because again it's yeah we have plastic surgery and all that shit but let's be real nothing i genuinely believe nothing will move a human being more than natural beauty because it is something we cannot control it is something that just happened and that's what we marvel at when a beautiful daughter is born, people are, are happy because, one, people want a beautiful daughter. Not everyone cares about that, but again, societally, let's, let's make it general. You want beautiful children. You want a beautiful daughter. And it's like that within itself is the accomplishment. Because a lot of, um, throw back to the Prince family when their daughter was born and the first thing there one of the first things their um her mother had said or their mother said because i don't know if she identifies as a woman or or her you know what i mean she a baby she a kid but you know what i'm saying but i want to get better with the they thing i want to get better with that like but it's like their their eyes like they don't have pretty eyes like her it's like and it's like i'm sure she probably felt some type of way where she's like i do love my daughter but it's like yeah yeah like we don't doubt that but like We're talking about your ideology here. Like, we're talking about how you view the world here. What you define as pretty here. Like, that's what we're talking about. And people are talking about your daughter because you just said she don't got pretty eyes like you. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you know what I mean? Like, sis, sis, it's really that simple. And again, it goes back to defending yourself where you're like, "I, I still love my daughter. No one's saying you don't love your daughter. That's not the problem here. That's not the problem here. 
it's this idea, this concept of pretty that you have. That's the problem here. Anyway, so, but it's like people, like people wish for that. They hope for that before their child is born. And then when the child is born and they're beautiful, that's enough. Like that's literally enough for their parents. Cause they're like, wow. Cause everything else in life you can, you can work through. But what you can't really work through is what you cannot control, which is like what you naturally look like, right? Moving forward. Anyway, but it's just like people, so many girls specifically, because women are boxed in to like their beauty and how they like, because it's like women are a power source for men in a patriarchal society. Whether it's like everything I do, I do for my family for my wife, my kids, got to feed them. It's their reason. Or because if a guy is like, oh, like, I want to feel powerful. I want to fuck a bunch of beautiful women. Like, women are a power source. That's what, it, that's what it means when they say, that's what people mean when they say women are commodity in a patriarchal society. We're not people. We don't exist to, like, have individual freedom to do what we want. We exist as a source for other people to exploit to use for their own benefit, whether it's sexual gratification, whether it's um, intellectual, intellectual, intel, um, intellectual um, dominance slash gratification. Anyway, so, and, and so much more because it depends on the individual and how they use that power source. But in a patriarchal society, women are a commodity. We are a power source. Like, I love my dad. But growing up, becoming a woman is really coming to terms with the fact that, like, my father is a patriarchal man. That is what my father is. And he raised me to fit into a patriarchal, like, box of what a woman and a girl is. Pretty. Kind. Sweet. Respectful servicing, giving, selfless, all these things, kindness. Well, I take back the kindness because don't, you don't even got to be kind. They don't care about the kindness. It's all that other shit, right? And it's like, it doesn't matter if it hurts you. What matters is that you serve people this because people need this. That's, this, is, this is your place. This is your worth. You're so valuable to me because of all these things. And it's like, what about me? What about my person? How I feel, what I'm going through. And it's like, oh, that's too much. That's too much for me to handle. Like, I'm thinking about myself right now. I got so much shit to work through. And it's like, then leave me the fuck alone. And work on your shit. You feel me? Anyway, moving on. So... That's just like my little thing, because I can go on for forever about it. But it's an insecurity thing. Because you'll meet light-skinned girls. I have finally met them, thank God. But you'll meet light-skinned girls who genuinely, they don't think that their light-skinnedness is like where their value lies. And therefore, you'll see in their behavior where they feel their value lies. Whether it's in their intelligence, whether it's in their strength, in their determination, you know, in, in their ability to grow, in their track record, like watching like how they've like um, evolved as a person. 
And if this is a healthy person, they will understand that it's all of it. It's not just one thing. It should never, you are more than one thing. You are more than just determined. You are more than just intelligent. You are more than just beautiful. You are a person. A person. A person capable of anything and everything any other person is capable of. Period. That is humanity. Moving on. So with like all of this being said, because like you know me, I'm sitting here like, I should say more. But guys, please, I promise I'll say more in the future if it's not understandable now. Imagine everyone else is satisfied, but I'm sitting here, I'm not satisfied. There's more. But it's like, look, we're moving on because I want to finish this point and continue on with my life because you know I'll be back. You know I'll be back. I'm always back. Anyway, moving on. Time is back to Access versus Power, Jay-Z, and by proxy, Beyonce. Like, when I say the insecurity thing, it's like, for when I was having that conversation with my friend, who's light-skinned, by the way, this is the one I'm referring to, or like, she knows she's more than that. Anyway, but we were having this conversation, and the thing is, is that, like, she was saying that someone had said to her, was like her partner had said to her like you know it's because like they're black and for me as a person like having lived my life my experiences i feel like black is used as an excuse and when i say it's used as an excuse i don't mean in an intentional way i mean it's like it is psychological manipulation psychological warfare on the minds of black americans black human beings to be told that they cannot accomplish certain things because they are black. They internalize that, they believe that. And then they start using that reason to like justify their actions. And it's not justifiable. That does not justify your actions. You understand? Like it just doesn't, it, do- it just doesn't. Do you understand? It, do- it doesn't. Being black is not a reason. You know what I mean? Like it's not a reason why you as an individual made the decisions you made. Now, yes, there's a narrative and that exists, but you are more than that. You are bigger than that narrative. You are more than that narrative. You are boxed into that narrative. And it's on purpose. It's done onto you. And it's not for you. It's not even by you. It's done onto you for the sake of other people, specifically white Americans. And then non-blacks, the reason why we need to have a different conversation, they know what the fuck they're doing. Like my beef with non-black people, and they're lucky, they're so fucking lucky that they're people of color too. Like, bro, they're so lucky. Because it's like, y'all deal with, y'all deal with shit too. So I understand. But non-blacks are the biggest vehicle of this conditioning. White people don't do shit. Like, they literally don't do shit. Their ancestors already did it. All they have to do is keep going on with their culture. That's all they have to do. That's it. That's it. Non-blacks. People of color non-blacks that's when i say non-blacks i don't mean whites you know what i mean like people like poc non-black non-black poc all right 
those people, they toe the line. They're in this middle, this gray area. So they exploit everyone on both sides. On not both sides, but on both ends. Whether you're white, whether you're black, they exploit both ends for the sake of their own benefit. That's why it's really funny because I was having a conversation with the integral friend um, years ago, like two years ago at this point. And um, they were, she was saying to me, like, you know, when you're like mixed, like there's just a certain way people treat you. You know what I mean? Because like, you know, you're not black. And like, the, and they have this idea that they have access to certain things, right? Because like, they're not black. But like, as a black person, I get very frustrated because I'm like, you are literally a house slave. Do you understand? You're still a slave. Like you are still imp- like your your place in this system is is not it's not more robust than my own. Like your place in this system is just specific and different. Because so many people, specifically the light-skinned people, the racially ambiguous people, the people in the middle, right? Like they, they are pawns in this system. We're all pawns, but like they're very specific pawns. They keep the order together. They keep the separation. Literally, they do this and figuratively as well. They are in between they are they like i don't explain it it's like as long as they're in the middle there the gap will never close because they'll always be in the way now i need to really take a second because i'm about to explain something that's going to take me a minute to explain and my brain is going wild right now so we're gonna for my sake okay i can't do it it already happened like my brain will go like 30 paragraphs in like one minute and that's why i always like and no i don't want adhd medication maybe i might try it one day we'll see but you know because kim foster said it helped her so i believe that i believe that so i'm like all right if it helped her then maybe one day i'll try it but i'd like to think that all i have to do is really just learn how to slow down my brain i think that i i genuinely believe that i can like learn how to do that that's why i don't want the meds but it's really hard to learn how to do versus the meds, which is like much faster. Anyway, like uh, moving on though. Um, like with, um, I will get back to the middle thing with the people of color. I just want to finish my point with the holding on to it and then it'll lead into that as well. But the thing is with like the the integral friend had said that to me and it's like I got annoyed because it's like for me I'm like you're literally like this is gonna sound so fucked up and I don't mean her personally but it's like in like from my perspective and how I've ever I've always seen it like even when I was younger and these lighter skinned girls were like well I'm special like I don't have to deal with certain things because I'm this or I'm that And it's like, girl, these guys abuse you. They use you like fucking baseball trading cards. You know what I mean? Because again, it's a patriarchal society. You're a fucking commodity. Like you could sit here and be like, 
my JBL Pulse 3 is more valuable than this old-ass AC. But the reality is, bitch, it's still objects. They're both, they're both still objects. Like, they're just objects. They just have different uses, like, uses for it. Like, the AC, even if it's broken, it'll stay there because it still works. As long as it keeps the house cool, that's all that fucking matters. The JBL, as soon as that shit breaks, it's useless. As, as soon as that shit gets old, it's useless. Because it's a very specific experience that you want with that speaker. And it's like, as soon as that starts to go down, like, you're, you're worthless. I'm gonna get a new one. The old AC can stay because it'll keep blowing air, no matter how old and rackety it is. But in the day, there's still objects used for my own pleasure. You know what I mean? Like, yes, they're different. I acknowledge that. The experiences are very different. But you're both still objects. You don't matter. I mean, they matter to me. But, like, you get what I'm trying to say. And so it's just, like, when I say they don't matter, I mean, like, no one's asking the fucking AC how it feels. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I do speak to inanimate objects and ask them how they're feeling. But you know what? Shut up. That's, that's, <laughs> that's besides the point. Okay? But it's just... <laughs> shout out to the people who do that because i've met enough people like i we're 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 we exist okay we fucking exist okay we're here we're here <laughs> moving on but it's just like they hold on to that and then guess what they, these bitches get old bro they get old and guess what they get replaced with other racially ambiguous light-skinned younger people like girl girl you thought because they'll say that and they'll feel so special and that's what makes me want to punch them in their fucking face. That's my, sh that's my beef with the integral friend. But we're moving on because she's realizing her shit. I always prepare for her to like not want to be my friend anymore if she ever like listens to these previous episodes before she's ready. Anyway, <laughs> or she, even when she's ready, she may not appreciate the things I've had to say and how I viewed her. And I respect that. That's fair. And it will hurt me very deeply, but... Actions have consequences and you got to learn, you know, anyway. So, um, the thing is though, is that like, she was saying that the reason I pissed me off is because I'm like, you feel so special. Like you're delighted by this. And it's like my beef with people like that is like, again, as a black person, I can tell, like we can tell. Like, we, we know. Like, there's nothing more infuriating to me than when a white person, like, you have no idea how race, racist white people really are. And I'm like, yes, I do. Like, this is why I get mad at this social justice era. I'm like, y'all don't know what racism is. Like, y'all don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, how can you sit there and think black people don't understand how fucking racist this world is? And in the same breath, y'all be like, why you always talk about race? Like, what? embarrassing because you're being serious you're being serious like what anyway moving on um but it's just like people are so fucking racist like all over the spectrum no matter your color bitch it's an ideology it's a concept right like anyone with a brain can be racist you just gotta, you just gotta like somehow justify it. You know what I mean? Like tell yourself like, all right, this is, this is just what it is. And then live life like that. Anyway. Um, 
but it's like you have all these people who feel this way I'm like well i'm special because like i'm light-skinned like no bitch no no if you're special to someone because you're light-skinned i'm gonna tell you something right now run run because you're not really special your skin is special not you not your soul not your heart not your mind not even your fucking body, bitch. Because let me tell you something. When these light-skinned girls get fat and they're with a fat-phobic person, it don't matter how light your skin is, bitch. It don't matter. It don't matter. Because reality, people are too complex for that. People are too nuanced for that. They'll get over it. They will get over it. Anyway moving forward um i will i want to go back to the access versus power jay-z and by proxy beyonce and maybe at some point probably by proxy talking about beyonce i will get back into that middle thing because you can see it in like smaller groups like you can see within light skin versus dark skin in any racial group anyway um, so it's not even just like black and then like people of color, non-blacks and then like white, like you can see it everywhere. It permeates. What's the word? Um, it's pervasive. Right. Anyway, I need to look up the word pervasive, but I don't feel like doing it right now, but let's just do it right now. Get it over with pervasive, especially of an unwelcome influence or physical effect spreading widely throughout an area or a group of people. Yeah. So it's pervasive. I was right. That's the right word to use. <laughs> I'm so smart. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm just being facetious at this point, um, which I love, obviously. Um, okay, anyway. Anyway, so... Um, <clears throat> so... Getting back to that with the insecurity thing, because there's a reason why I brought that up. Jay-Z was literally raised in Marcy Projects before Marcy became what it is today. And the thing is, like, again, going back, like, people don't like when white people are like, no, people are like really racist. It's like, girl, we know. Like, y'all justify the murder of innocent black people. Like, yeah, we know. You could sit there and be like, these fucking niggers, like, that doesn't hurt our feelings as much as you really think it does. Like, once you've reached a certain age and, like, you've literally lost people you love to this shit, like, their lives have been lost to this shit. Your words become really irrelevant. Trust me, it's worse than just your goddamn childish ass words. People lose their families because of you and your actions and your beliefs. We know. And you lie to us and you gaslight us every day. Jordan Neely, the reason why that shit is so fucking repulsive is for this white man to really think that this man needed to be... Because let's be real, I don't give a shit. Like this, the, again, back to the fluff. It's not about people feeling like their lives were threatened. They didn't feel like their lives were threatened. That man did what he did because he was tired of seeing black people suffering and not in an empathetic way. 
He was tired of being bombarded with other people screaming out for help. That's what that was. If you live in New York City, you know what the fuck that was. Because we do get tired. We get exhausted. It does something to your humanity every day to see people suffering like that. But who you are as an individual becomes very clear and revealed with what you do with that experience. And what that man did was fucking repulsive. And it doesn't really matter the consequences he faces because Jordan is dead and he's never coming back. It doesn't matter if this man goes to prison for life. It doesn't matter if this man never goes to prison. What has happened has happened and we all have to live with that. And that is repulsive. All because somebody was hungry in a system that benefits the murderer. You know what I mean? Like, you think you're tired? How do you think he felt? I saw this um, thing on Instagram. It was a tweet. It was like a, it was like a you know, a picture of a tweet. And it was saying how, like, people who have, like, housed people right? Like they have the privilege of having these mental breakdowns in the comfort and privacy of their own home. What happens when you don't have a home for that? What happens when every day you see all these people living all these lives that you know you will never have the chance to experience simply because you are who you are within this society? And who you are is not just black. It's not just poor. It's not just mentally ill. It's everything that comes with all those things. And how people treat you. I mean, look at how people treat you. They kill you. And they act like it's it's justified. People were scared. Nobody was fucked. Here's the thing. I can't say nobody was scared. Because I'm sure people were scared. I'd be on the train... Motherfuckers do less and I get scared. Because you never know. But to really be moved enough to end someone's life over it. There's a reason why that doesn't happen every day. Or at least not in that way. This is a lot about your character. I don't empathize with the murderer. I don't care about the murderer. He's exiled in my mind. Anyway, and like, no offense, but like, fuck New York City. Like, fuck New York State's governor, because that speech about mental illness, shut the fuck up, bitch. Like, do something about it instead of talking, giving a speech about it. I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm tired of this bullshit. Because you know what? I want to have children one day. And like, this is not the type of shit I want to give. I don't want to. I don't want my kids to experience this world. Because even if they're not Jordan kneeling, getting fucking murdered. 
they're still a part of the fucking problem. Doesn't even matter where they are in the system. Because to survive within the system, you must be a part of the problem. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. So, um, back to the, the access versus power. It's like, for me with Jay-Z, right? Because we're just going to get into it. Again, going back to that whole, like, I can't breathe, putting that shit in, like, sneaking that shit in. Him not even, like, having the wherewithal to just, like, it's just so corny to me. The I can't breathe shirts. Like, that's corny. Like, that's really giving, like, this is very specific, but it's really giving teenage, like, teenager, very new to social justice, new to the world and the injustice of the world, coming of age. And hearing something, thinking it's cool, taking it and being like, all right, let's run with it. Like, that's what, that's what children do. Underdeveloped. Need to investigate further. But that's a whole other thing, right? But then him sneaking it in because he doesn't have real power. Jay-Z does not have real power. He would if he actually exercised his individual power. But you know why he doesn't want to do that? Because he surrounded himself. And shook hands and glued himself with people. And here's the thing, before I continue, because I don't fully believe that because I'm speculating. Because there is a way to get into the door by doing all that shit and then flipping the script. And Jay-Z still has time to do that. And I don't know this man personally. That could always be his plan. That could be his plan. That could be what he's doing. That could be something he learns. So that's why I really want to emphasize it's not personal Jay-Z, even though I am talking about him in a personal manner, making very personal speculations on his personhood. But we're moving on. I just wanted to add that clarification because it's real. I don't know him and he could flip the script at any point because he does actually have power. But in this community with these sort of people, he does not. That is where you'll see him being an underclass. But he's underclass not because he's black, but because of the associations that are tied to being black. And I've said this before in conversation. People are like, that's the same. It's not the fucking same thing. Like being black means that your melanin levels are at, are, are at a certain point. That's what that means. Do you understand? Again, pain versus suffering. It just is what it is. It's just your melanin levels. That's what that is. Everything else that comes with it, that's just made up. That's what, that is what we made up as a collective. That is what we choose as a collective to continue to perpetuate a concept, an idea, a reason, an excuse. And when I say excuse, I don't mean in like a, because you, you, when you use the word excuse, right? It's like, oh, you're using that as an excuse. Like you should try harder. That's not what I mean when I say excuse. Let's look at the definition because I'm using this word very literally. Attempt to lessen the blame attaching to a fault or offense. Seek to defend or justify. That's the first definition. Second definition, release someone from a duty or requirement. I use the word excuse because you are a person. You are not just black. 
You are a person. And using black as a replacement or interchangeable with who you are as a person is an excuse. You're lessening your personhood. You're lessening your inherent worth and value and importance. That's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. Anyway. Moving on. So, Jay-Z doing that, right? And this is going to bring us to a bigger part of the conversation. Because it took me, like, damn near an hour to for, like to really put a magnifying glass to that literal specific thing, right? Now I'm going to take it to the next part where it's, like, access versus power and what that really means and how I feel like that's really exemplified in that in this experience where it's like yeah he has access to all this shit but if he had real power he would just like walk in and be like yo where are these things but he can't because if he offends the wrong people he loses his access he loses that little bit of power that he really has he has to put his head down he has to act a certain way he has to forsake himself lessen himself as a person, minimize his entire being to fit in. And it's like, where's the power in that? That is, if anything, what's the word? Um, the word disempowering, it's disempowering. Like that, the, that entire act is disempowering. That's why people remembered that. That's why people even talked about it in the first place. Because it's like you did all that shit. You sold bricks, right? Broke records. Broke records with your records. Gained all this respect to do what with it? To do what, Jay-Z? That is what people are questioning. What was it for? Because it's not like you could walk up into the spot like you can't do anything like so it's like what was it for like what'd you do all that for what was the point to flex on what on people who have less than you are you dumb like like what was it for you feel me anyway and i sound rude i already accepted i'll probably never be friends with jay-z it's okay i'm sad but it's okay (laughs) i'll get over it (laughs) Jay-Z is so much better than that. He really is. Moving on. So access versus power. As the conversation on the train continued, um, you know, she was talking about that whole thing of him being in the bottom of the class because he's black, whatever, blah, blah. And my friend's view was that, like, she feels like they they don't know what it feels like to be black, right? Like they don't, like they are, like Beyonce and Jay-Z are outside the experience of being black. And I do agree with that in the sense of the concept of black, the suffering of black, as opposed to the pain of black, right? And that's probably a bad way of saying it, but it's just like the matter of fact, like the, the melanin levels, like, yes, they're black. And so it affects like their actions because it's like, not their actions, but like people's reactions towards them and all, you know, and in turn their actions. But anyway, but it's just like, yes, like, they have black skin and people can see that and they're going to react to that. That's real. So they are black and like that's never going to go away. A race is going to be racist. You know what I mean? 
but where the blackness is different is this concept of blackness, this idea of blackness. And I cannot help but feel like, and why I brought up the inferiority complex in the beginning, I can't help but feel like they are so accustomed, especially Jay-Z, so accustomed to feeling less than, internalizing the poverty, the suffering, and like tying it into his blackness. If I weren't black, I wouldn't be going through this. Newsflash, yes, you would. You're going through this because you were poor. You were going through this because you were disenfranchised. It had nothing to do with you. It wasn't personal to you. You know what I mean? Like, other people, how they treat you, like, that really has very little to do with you. Because it's up to them on, like, how they're going to do it. Anyway, um... Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, we're moving on. We're moving on. Um, sorry, I'm just thinking about something again, that's too personal to talk about, but hopefully one day in the future, I'll be able to talk about it because it's an ongoing situation. It's not going to end for a long time. It has nothing to do with me, but, um, it's something that has me thinking in the way that this has me thinking. Cause obviously Jay-Z and Beyonce's life has nothing to do with me. <laughs> like, you know, um, anyway, but as the phone conversation, uh, phone conversation, as the conversation went on on the train, like I was thinking about that. And I was explaining to her, like my point of view with it, where it was like, it's just character, because there are a bunch of wealthy people in their class, in their social circle. Well, I don't know about their social circles necessarily, but in their circle where people are not like that. Because like, like, to be like that is not like a wealthy thing. Like they're not like not all wealthy people are against racial equality. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's not like a real thing. It's just the people who are wealthy, who are against racial equality, are very good and also have a upper hand within a racist society in perpetuating like what they believe to be true, which is their race their racism. But the minority, the people who disagree with that, they have less power. And therefore they're erased or minimized or hidden but they exist and how they're hidden is very simple and this is what a lot of people don't understand and why i don't like the fluff of these conversations is that like you quite like real life like think about like your real life like it's really simple like if you've been to school <laughs> if you've been around people in your life you know you know you've been in this situation you understand the situation you've at least witnessed the situation right So let's say, like, there's a really nice girl in school. She's really nice. She's really sweet. Everyone likes her. And you have the, you have the small group of people who don't fucking like her. Jealousy. Because what else would it be? She can be something that they can never be. Nice, kind, likable. What do they do? They try to destroy that. They try to take that away. They try to change her. 
And they try different tactics until they find one that works. Right? Maybe they bully her. Make her life a living hell. So she's not nice anymore. She's traumatized. She's scared. She don't want to be nice anymore. She wants to defend herself. Oh, I miss when she was nice. I thought she was a nice person. What happened to her? I thought she was a nice person. What happened? What happened to her? All they see is her freaking out. All they see is her changing, but they don't understand why. People stop fucking with her. People stop talking to her. Mission accomplished. The people who are there to help you, who care about you, those are the first people that are pushed away from you. The people who are kind, the people who love you, the people who are caring, they're the first to go. You know why? Because they have the most power. They have the ability to, to collaborate, unite. There's a better word that I need, um, but I can't think of it. But come hand to join you. They can join you. They can join you. Because we already know there's more power in numbers. So what do they do? They isolate you. The thing that people loved about you, the thing that people respected about you, that's the first thing they turn into a shameful thing. They turn into a shameful thing. Bringing this back to like the Jay-Z and Beyonce thing. It's like, imagine in their circle, they're in this old money fucking like, I don't know, some gal or some shit, right? Some old ass money people. Like my great, like, like my, like we're in fucking Italy, right? And this is like one of the oldest Italian families in history type shit, right? Let's say there's a Nona in one of those families. Super sweet, understanding, loving, caring of all people. Because sometimes they just be like that. You know what they're going to do? Isolate them. Keep them away. Because the last thing they want is for them to join forces with other people who are like them. Because the people who are not like that, the people who don't want, and it's not even don't want, but the people who, again, going back to the insecurity of racism and like prejudice, it's like, I'm sorry, I feel like I'm losing my point here. But it's like the people who really genuinely enjoy having these hierarchies because they need it, because they're empty inside. That's, that's what it is. They're empty. They have no culture. They have nothing. And I don't mean like white people, they have no culture. I mean, no, like they have no real culture. Like they have no real way of like being themselves in a way that engages with other people in a natural way. That's what I mean by culture in this very specific context. Like, they have no way of, like, connecting with people and understanding people, you know? Anyway. So, because I, we're not going to get into it because I'm going to get distracted. But one day we'll have a conversation about culture and I'll further develop that. But I can't do that today. I'm so sorry. We have to pick and choose our battles. We have to sacrifice shit today. Anyway, moving on. So what the fuck was I talking about? Um, 
Oh yeah, like the Nona example. Because I'm making I'm literally making this shit up. It's hard for me to stay on stay on point because like I'm literally making this up. So my brain is like, okay, well now we have to like really contextualize this. And I'm like, I don't have time for this because that's that's literally creating a whole different story. Like that's like creating a story. And I'm like creating a story and speaking on my point right now are two different things. Like they're two different things. I need to like get back to my main point so I can so we can like actually like streamline here. But it's just like um sorry i need a break um i'll be back okay so i definitely think i got away from my point like i strayed from my point around the end so i said what i said but i'm gonna try to like rewind so i can like kind of like get to my point about access versus power and like not center too much on the example because again i feel like that's just like taking me away from my point but the thing is, is I look at Jay-Z and Beyonce and like who they intermingle with and they intermingle with the elite that specifically want to maintain a structure and social order that is trash, that hurts everyone, no matter who you are or like what you look like, right? Because it only benefits them. And quite frankly, I would argue that it doesn't even benefit them either. It's just this like, like this like um parasitic cycle of like, okay, um, you know, like I feel like shit, so I'm going to make other people feel like shit and they'll feel like shit and they'll make each other feel like shit. And then all that shit will lead back into like giving me all the things that like make me feel better because I feel like shit, but I'm still going to feel like shit. Cause ultimately none of this is tackling the real problem at hand, which is a personal fucking problem. Like your humanity, your personhood, like deal with that, deal with that. Cause like, for example, with this same friend another day, not that like earlier in the day before we were on the train, we were, t- uh, we were talking about like um, specifically about like addiction and like my use of substances. And we we're talking about how like we were talking about how like for her, she was like, you know, you need to stop hanging out with people who like make you feel like you need to like drink a lot or like, you know, like you should get away from that as opposed to like drinking so much when you're around those type of people. But the thing is, is that like, and I was like, yes, you're right. And it took me a long time to realize that even though I did think about it, but I never took that action because there's a reason why I hung out with these people in the first place. There's a reason why I'm here in the first place. And that has nothing to do with these horrible habits that are born out of being with these people what led me to these people and keep me to these people are horrible. You know what I mean? It's like, it's my insecurities, the things that I'm struggling with and feeling like being around these people who validate these insecurities. It's like, and that goes back to what I was saying in the very beginning of like people who have inferiority complexes will be around other people with inferior, inferiority complexes because like, they there there's a way that they see the world and talk about the world that only people like them will understand because if you're talking to somebody who doesn't have inferiority inferiority complex then like they're not going to understand how you see the world or they're not going to agree with it even if they do understand it you know like if you're talking to a racist person and you're like well i don't believe that like race has any that like meaning when it comes to a person's like value or importance or like worth right in whatever context it's like 
they don't really care. Like the racist doesn't care because they're holding it to an insecurity purpose. Now, hear me out because you have people who will be like, okay, insecurity, that's very personal, but it's like, this is very systematic. But yeah, but like, again, and I, the best way I can describe it, honestly, is with astrology, with the Leo and the Aquarius axis, where it's like, yeah, but like a system can only be in place by people. Like it can only be enforced by people. The system itself is not, a th- it's not real. Like it's not alive. It's not God. Like, it's not like it's literally people participating in it. That's why boycotts, protest, like, that's where these things came from in the first place. That's why people are like, you need to disengage. But people don't disengage because of insecurity. When I say insecurity, I don't just mean like, oh, I feel like shit about myself. I mean like food insecurity, wealth insecurity, financial insecurity. Like, it's insecurity in the general form. Not what you think of when you think of insecure. And even that goes back to Moon's video talking about like words and how words now have all these different meanings. Instead of what they actually mean. And the reality is like, yes, words hurt people. They hurt. And people have to process that hurt. But at the end of the day, you can't, we can't keep allowing these conversations and these personal feelings to conflate because like then you just have a bunch of fluff in real conversations that like need to be had in order to evolve and move forward and therapy helps a lot with that which is why i do agree that mental health needs to be cared for but like again fuck the governor because that shit pissed me off like girl shut the fuck up like that that's exactly how i felt about that because even the way she was saying uh mental shut shut the fuck up it was better for you to not say anything and take the heat for that because that's how you really feel you don't care that a black person was killed you don't care that a homeless man was killed you don't care that a mentally ill person you don't care that anybody was fucking killed you don't even care about the murder himself all you care about is whatever the fuck you have to care about to have that fucking job job insecurity food insecurity financial insecurity that's all she fucking cares about fuck you anyway moving on so it's not personal i don't even know your name you're the new york governor that's all your name will ever be that's what you wanted that's what you got moving on anyway so anyway so the thing is with like all this stuff because i kind of like went all over the place like i've been talking Like, I'm pretty sure I took a break. Then I came back. And it's been six minutes. I'm like, what the fuck was I talking about for six minutes? Was there a moment where everything was silent? Girl, I gotta go back. Because I'm like, where was I? I literally feel like there's a gap in time. I'll be right back. Okay, I was talking that whole time. I don't know where that gap came from. Am I okay? Do I have ADHD? Anyway, moving on. So, um, So, yeah. Anyway... Access versus power. I want to get back to that because I do want to finish this because I'm getting tired. I want to listen to music and chill before I have therapy. But um, but yeah, it's like that's the that's what I was saying. It's like the personal. Insec- okay, now I remember. Now I remember the gap in time. I just got so mad about the governor again that like I just completely lost track of like my actual reality for a second. Anyway, but like, but the thing is, is that like um, it's just that like. And again, I really want to stress it's not personal because it's like, it's really not personal. I don't know her name and I don't care to find out. 
Um, and if she is doing great work and I'm just ignorant, then so be it. Anyway, I'll, I will flip the script at some point when it's right. You know what I mean? Anyway, but, um, as I was saying though, it's just that like, yeah, like it's just, it's really like a lot of people, like it's just, it's a personal problem. Work on yourself, but you're not allowed to work on yourself because if you did, we wouldn't be in the situation. We wouldn't be in a world like this. We wouldn't be suffering like this. You know? Um, again, shout out to 1984. Um, tried to warn you. Moon's video. Like, for I need to reread 1984, honestly, because I remember when I was, like, in college and I told people about the books that we read when I was in middle school and high school, and they're like, I feel like you guys were a little too young to be reading stuff like that. And, like, I don't think that that's necessarily wrong. I don't necessarily think that that's true. I think that it's kind of, like, a little bit of both. I do think that we were young, like, a little too young for that. But I don't think that it was, like, I think it was right for us to be exposed to things like that at a very young age. I just, like, as I get older and reflect on my teachers, I'm, like, most of them were, like, not that smart. So, like, that really just kind of ruins everything. Like, <laughs> like I really reflect on, like, my actual teachers growing up. And I'm just, like, even though we had, like, very advanced, like, curriculum, like, or curricula, I don't, which whichever is the plural version, um, the actual teachers themselves were quite underdeveloped. So, like, it... Uh, anyway, moving on. So... Um, yeah, um, just to like tie it all back to the access versus, um, power thing. It's just like, nah, like for real though, it's like Jay-Z and Beyonce with that mindset, being those sort of people, specifically Jay-Z here, it's like being that sort of person of always feeling inferior and feeling like I need to get to a certain place where I'm like those people who are not inferior, who are those people who are not inferior? First of all, in this in this perspective, right, of an inferiority complex, it's like first, like I said, it's not real. Like the hierarchy, the step by step, the step, like you know, one step at the bottom, then the next. Step, that's not real. So first of all, the foundation is already like not false. There's another word, faulty. The foundation is already faulty because it's like I'm inferior. You're not inferior. You're not inferior. Yes, you may be poor maybe miserable you may be acting out you may be bad in a certain way but you are not inferior you are not smaller you are not less than anyone else you never have been you never will be if you ever were you would have never gotten here in the first place you got here yes through shady means but like you did those things that's why people respected him in the first place because everyone know, like everyone has been in that position in the marcy projects but not everybody did what jay-z did that's why he was revered because that says a lot about his character his grit and people respected that it inspired them it reminded them or even told them or taught them i can do the same if i just have enough determination right he was never inferior but already faulty i'm inferior i feel less than whether i admit it or not to anyone else other than myself or not even to myself and I go to these people and it's like the people who recognize that inferiority the same way I do, but they're not in the same position as me. Ah, there it is. That's someone who's superior. That's someone who's somewhere I'm not. That's someone who's better. 
And again, going back to what I was saying, it's like if someone doesn't have an inferiority complex, it doesn't really matter where they are, whether they're poor with Jay-Z. Again, this is like Marcy Projects, Jay-Z, or like when he was younger, or like a wealthy person, right? It's like in this scenario of like, okay, um, this is how I feel. And you try to tell someone that and they tell you like, that's not true. Like, you're not inferior. Like, there's nothing wrong with you. You're fine. You're good. Like, you're, you know what I mean? Like, you're good. There's, you know? And then... Sorry, I'm just sitting with something. But... Anyway, moving on. Um... Anyway, sorry, sorry, my brain, my brain. Um, anyway, um, anyway, sorry, sorry, I'm thinking about something unrelated. Um, but yeah, um, Anyway, um, what the fuck was I talking about? Because <laughs> I'm thinking about something unrelated. Um, but yeah, like people, oh yeah, the inferiority thing. It's like if you are thinking that, if you're feeling that way, if you're seeing things that way, and you're like literally like just not inferior, and like someone tries to tell you that, you're probably gonna assume because what people do, like this is like real life, like people do this shit all the time, like you see it every day, like this is not a concept, this is reality, like where people just like literally say to you, like you just don't understand, like you just don't understand or you just don't know, or like you're just not a part of it, you're not superior, that's why you think this way, you think this way because it makes your life easier, because you're not superior, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, that's why you feel that way. And it's like, no, bitch, it's the truth. And going back to the example I was giving with the Nona and the old Italian family, it's like, there are people within these circles, because I've met them, there are people within these circles who don't, like, participate in this, like, inferiority, superiority way of thinking, but they're often casted aside, and, like, that's why I feel like my example wasn't do- doing a good job at. Like, the perfect, the real-life example I should use that I used when I was talking to my friend on the train was, like, there are these two women. They're sisters. They come from a very old family, old, wealthy-ass billion family, right? Billionaire family. They're so different. The older sister feeds into the superior superiority, inferiority, like, way of thinking, The younger sister does not. And their life looks very different because of that. The younger sister has a family, her kids. She loves her daughters, obsessed with them. And she has her career in the nonprofit sector, if any, of all things. Which we already know, the industrial complex, whatever, blah, blah. But still, there's that. And then you have her older sister, who I don't even know if had, I don't even know if she's ever been married. I know she doesn't have kids. Um, not that that means anything like I like the friend I'm talking to too doesn't even want to have kids so it's not a matter of like not having kids or like that meaning something I just want to paint the picture of like how different they are and how those things are used against them in different ways but I don't know if she's ever been married 
she's a perpetually single woman stereotype type type of thing obsessed with her career but like not in an empowering way you know what i mean like she says she really feeds into the inferiority superiority way of thinking so like it's not even like oh like i and pr- it's like no she couldn't help it it just happened you know what i mean like i don't like it just it just was a thing you know and she's a very angry person and she's mean to her sister she's very dissatisfied with her life she's very unhappy and she surrounds herself with people who are obsessed with the family she comes from for all, for the reasons that are obvious because they are old money. That's it. Not for the actual value, not for the actual heritage that they may have, but because of the money, the influence, and the power within society. Specifically New York old society, right? So, or old New York society, I guess you should say. Um, and... Like that, you know, like that thing, um, sorry, I just thought about something unrelated again. Anyway, (laughs) oh my God. Anyway, (laughs) um, Okay, what was I, what was, where was I at? Where was I at? Sorry, guys. <laughs> now this is unrelated, but like, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay, moving on again. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking about my crush. Anyway, I'm like, <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay, so, yeah, so the sisters, we're gonna use them as an example. But that sister is always attracting people who only care about her last name. That's how I even found out about the sisters. I end, I never met the older sister. I've only ever met the younger sister, who I really connected with. Unfortunately, due to life circumstances, we could not stay connected. But that's neither here nor there. That's not the point of this conversation. Um, but I love the younger sister. She was very passionate, very loving. And I, to me, and it's also like not, um, escaping me. The fact that like, is that the right phrasing? You know what I'm trying to say? I don't know if it's escape is the word, the verb, but like, it isn't lost on me. That's what I mean to say. It isn't lost on me that the younger sister feels this way. And the older sister feels the way that she does, because it's very much a thing where like, the younger one is like, you know, spoiled or loved in a certain way that the older one isn't, which I really don't like. I feel like typically for me, that just means that the older child came before the parents were ready, you know? And I know that there's usually this narrative of like, no, after the older one, it's different. But I'm like, yeah, but maybe you should have waited for the older one. I don't know. I'm like, maybe you should have waited. Maybe you should have let life teach you those lessons instead of like, your child because it's like kind of unfair to your child because now they have to live with this trauma and you don't you're gonna die before they do hopefully you know what i mean like because like i don't want them to die before you you know what i mean that'd be really sad but um anyway but yeah like all of these things so meaning like there's all of these like emotions that there's probably there like the reason why she's not that nice to her sister at all 
it's like all of these like personal issues, these personal problems. But within this society that really does feed into a hierarchy, into like this like inferior, superior, superior thing. It's like, I don't know. It's just like people... They, sorry, thought about something, I'm going to do it again. I'm so sorry. Moving on. So, um, feeding into that, it's just like, the older sister is surrounded by, like, leeches, vultures, like, people who are, who don't care about her. They don't even see her. They see the last name. They see the heritage. And they want that for their own personal gain. And it goes back into that parasitic cycle that I was talking about. Where it's like, you don't think she resents them for that? You don't think when she's suffering at home by herself. That's why I mentioned the not married, not having kids. Not because a woman should needs to have those things, but it's a matter of community. Family. It doesn't have to be a man or a, or a spouse or a partner. It doesn't have to be kids, but you need community. Like, you need community. And if you lack that real community, because human beings need that to survive the way we need food and water. If you lack that, and you're suffering, you have all these people around you, entirely oblivious to it, whether, because a lot of people, I'll be real with you, they know it, they see it. That goes back to what I was saying at the beginning of the episode, where, like, Beyonce and Jay-Z give me the vibes of, like, making fun of white folks behind their back. Where it's like they're very aware of these issues that, that, are, that are plaguing these people personally, but they don't care. Like they don't actually care to like help them through it because that's not why they're there. And those people know that. So it's like when people say things like, oh, Jay-Z and Beyonce are at the bottom of the social class is because they're black. No, Blackness does play a part, but like that part is so much more nuanced and complex and layered than people ever give it credit. You know, like give proper credit to, I should say. And it's like, the reality is we're all people, we're humans, and that's how we really react to each other. And it's like, if you don't really care about what I'm going through, And behind my back, you're going to sit and laugh. Bitch, I'm going to do the same thing to you because we're the same type of person. Makes me feel better. You know? Because what what would truly liberate me is standing up for myself. But I can't do that. So I'll just sneak in some t-shirts. You understand what I'm trying to say? Is it all connecting yet? Like, if not, I apologize. I'm sorry. It's the best I can do right now. But it's just, like, with those sisters, like, I think about that a lot. And I'm glad I've never met the older sister because I feel like she would have made me feel horrible. Because that's what she does. To her family, to her own sister, and to everyone else. Because she feels horrible. Because of things that have happened to her that are personal. And she's not alone. She finds other people who are like that all over the spectrum, whether within her social class or, w- or out of her social class. With or without, I guess I should say. And so, yeah, 
That's really my point there. And with the younger sister, she just kind of just chose a path for herself that really made her happy. Where she has connection, where she feels good, where she feels normal. And therefore, when she further connects with other people, it's different. Even if it's people with, within or without her class, like she can really connect in a human level, in a, in a normal way. A way her sister cannot because of her personal issues. And I tie that back to Jay-Z where it's like, for me, it's not about his money. Not even about his ambition. It's about how he views himself. And therefore goes about his life the way he does. Because he believes it's true. So even if you disagree with it, it doesn't matter because he believes it's true. He believes he's inferior, allegedly. Therefore, the only people he will ever think are saying the truth are those who reinforce that. So, and he's not special. We all do this. It's called confirmation bias, bitch. Like, we all do it. It's a human thing. We're all susceptible to it. That's why I said that in the beginning. In this case, it's about money, fame, whatever. But it could be about, like, in a fucking fifth grade class. Something as simple as like singing can do this to people because kids are people too. Anyway, moving on. So yeah, just yeah. Um, I think I'm pretty much covered my point with the access versus access versus power, but I guess I'll just do a conclusion now. Because the explanation I've said enough. Because y'all know, when I get to that point where I'm just like, oh, 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 wait, were we still talking? That's when you know we're, we're, we're reaching the end. Um, but with access versus power, it's just like a lot of people conflate the two. And I think that Jay-Z also made that mistake when he was younger. And is now facing the consequences of that now as an adult, as a father, as a man, as a person. Having access to certain things doesn't mean shit. Because to, to, be, to be granted access means that somebody with actual power bestowed that upon you. They allowed you here. And you understand that. That's why you snuck in those goddamn shirts. If you have actual power. Like, this goes back to that episode where I called Jay-Z a coward and I was talking about Kanye. This is what I was talking about. Kanye actually has power. He's also in need of help but like Kanye has power and unfortunately I feel like Kanye's power is often exploited by people for their own benefit and own personal gain because again it goes back into that whole thing where like you attract what you are and like Kanye's biggest flaw has always been his fragile ego it always has been therefore he attracts people with fragile egos and so even though Kanye has power, the way he exercises, exercises his power ends up looking and being the way that it is. Versus Jay-Z, who has access, but no real power. Unless he decides to just walk away from the inferiority complex. Because every human being does have inherent power. That's reality. When I say Jay-Z doesn't have power, I mean within this structure. 
not even within this structure. I need to be really specific. I apologize. Jay-Z lacks power amongst the people with inferiority complexes. Because people with inferiority inferiority complexes are always going to do the are always going to go the easy route, which is racism, colorism, prejudice. Like that's just it's so easy. It's already in the system. If you have an inferiority complex, you just feed into that. It's so easy. The work has already been done for you. You know? But it's like if he just decides that he's good enough, his blackness is worthy of being equally seen, revered as these people, he's not going to lose his money. Because he did have power. That's how he got to where he was. But he used his power to gain access to things that I ask, what was it for? Why did you want that access? You just wanted to own shit? Because that's all you got. That's all you have. That's what you are, is an owner. That's what you wanted to be. That's what you wanted to be. Do I need, do, do I really need to, to use the slave like, um... Um, parallel right now you wanted to be the owner you wanted to be the people who made you feel inferior but that does not equate to being a better person that does not equate to being a good person a powerful person all that it was was an inferior person thinking somebody else who is equally as inferior but believing they're superior Like, that's all that that was. You thought that that was something it never was. Do you understand? Does that make sense? You wanted to be an owner. Now you're an owner. Now you know how it feels to be a fucking owner. They're enslaved just like you. And the day, the moment you decide to stand the fuck up, I promise you the most suffering you will feel will be on your own because everyone else will finally respect you again. And the people that you think will respect you the least, the reason why you snuck in those t-shirts, they will respect you too. But guess what? They're not going to give you access to what they have. You know why? Because it's all they have. And you have so much more than they do. You have real power amongst the people. People who will never listen to them, respect them, trust them the way that they can you. Do you understand? Does that make sense? Anyway, so access versus power, like those things, they're two different things. And I think people conflate the two and they should stop. It should be stopped. Because people with actual power, you just, they're not seen, bro. And there's for a reason. The people with the least amount of power are the people that want to be seen the most. Kanye has power over the people, but not within any actual system. Which is why he is the way that he is. You need access, you need power and access to really accomplish a lot of things. But to gain power and access, like, 
you have to evolve into a better being. And that's not in comparison to anything other than who you've been before. Just be better than yesterday, not better than someone else. Be better than who you are today because you are better than that. Because you're capable of being better than that. It just is what it is. Anyway, I'm done. Um, I'm going to go now. Uh, I have to use the bathroom really bad. But like, <laughs> but I was like, I'm going to finish this episode before I use the bathroom. <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah. Suck my dick. Anyways. <laughs> Fuck the governor, bro. Fuck her. Anyway, bye. <laughs>